Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. How is everybody today? Hopefully they're doing well, because I know we are. We are? We are. Okay. If you say so. We got beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have beer. We'll get into that in a minute. I enjoyed that text message you sent me over the beer raid. I was actually showing it off at work, and I was like, look what I get to go home to. They were like, oh. Somebody's getting crunk tonight. Uh, No, I got a meeting in the morning. I got to leave early, too. (laughs) Damn it. Hey, at least we'll have beer for tomorrow. I could probably eat that because I got a six pack and a gra- and a crowler. Oh, where did we go today? We went to Mindful Brewing. Yeah, uh, their happy hour deal is way too good. Exactly, but we'll get into that beer for a minute. But we just want to let you know what's new with Bold. Uh, Amanda did her first <gasps> Sunday yes! morning. Yes, we want to thank all three hundred viewers we've had this week. Nice. 300 people tuned in. So, if you are up Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, either come by Sorgatron Studios in Beachview or tune in live on Facebook or this weekend we're going to go on our Instagram. Uh Uh-oh. So, you'll be able to check out the three ladies of Bold. Right, because this first one was just you and Missy. Yes. Um, Because uh, the other Amanda, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess she was on... She was on call for work. There it is. Um, she can't leave her house when she's on call. Uh, poor girl. I still feel bad for her about that, even all these years later knowing her. I'm like, that sucks. But we still have, um, so this weekend, so if you're wondering what Bold Mornings is, we have developed it into the morning show of Pittsburgh. So we're going to be covering news, like hard-hitting news. Um, one event where we ate that week, anything fun and eventful we did this week, and um, um, hopefully eat some breakfast. We're still looking for breakfast sponsors. If somebody would like to donate bagels or donuts or your bakery or even if you're a restaurant, bring us pancakes. We established this week that I'm a pancake junkie. I have seen you make a taco out of a pancake as the shell. <sighs> Why do you have to constantly... Bring up my faults. I feel like I'm allowed to make tacos out of my pancakes. And it's a great idea. You fold the pancake over. You have your scrambled eggs in the middle. There's some bacon and whatnot. A little bit of syrup. I mean, like I said, it wasn't like 2.30 in the morning. It was a Tom's Diner. You were a little more drunk than normal. Uh, why do you miss you bring up the Tom Diner's days? Uh, because Tom's Diner is awesome. Now they're not <laughs> open past midnight. Because people are stupid. Uh, what else do we have going on? How's Bold Sports? Bold Sports is doing good. Matt and I are about to record our third episode shortly after we're done recording this episode. Uh, Woo, this is just a so, night of recording. Yes. We've uh, got Bold oozing out of our ears. We do. So Bold Sports is doing well. Uh, if you... Pay attention to us at all, uh, which we hope you do. Uh, Matt and I have our picks, uh, NFL picks of the week. Uh, I just did the tallies on it. Uh, he beat me this week, and he's ahead by one for the season. Oh. So, forth. so it's okay. It's all right. It's You're okay. To admit but you know, we we talk all. Um, it's a, it's a, it's still only week two. We're going into week three. We're good. We got time to make up ground. It's not like the Pirates. Jesus. 
Oh, Bazinga. Yeah, right? So, please give us a listen uh, out there on Sorgatron Media, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all those fun places. So you you dubbed, like to listen to podcasts. you dubbed this week Indian Summer? I did dub this week Indian Summer. Do you know why? Why? Because it's 80 degrees. Because every day is going to be over 80, and this weekend they said could touch the 90s on Saturday and Sunday. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, too. Hey, it is the last weekend to go check out a Buckos game. Even if they aren't winning, make a date and Take your lady or gent. And I'll give you guys a little heads up now, and I'm going to talk about it on Bold Sports later, is that the Pirates had this crazy-ass deal. They did it July, August, and September, where it was $29 for a per person for a standing-room-only ticket for every home game those months. It was $29.99 a month. For a standing room only huh. ticket into the game. So do you know what they did for a uh, for the last home stands? What? Ten dollars a person standing room only ticket for the last home stands for eight games. Wow. So that's going on right now because the last home stands. Right. So I mean, honestly, now at ten bucks, I mean, you're still going to get your money's worth out if you want to go see the Pirates mm-hmm. because there's what six games left. And when it comes to standing room, don't worry about not getting a seat because you can still <laughs> get a seat. But not only that, there's like the beer garden to go hang oh, out yeah. at, the skull bar. Um, I like to go just hang out at Rivertown. Couches, I like to go just hang out at Rivertown yeah. and lean out in left field. You're right close to the bathrooms. You're right close yeah, to the Yeah, I mean, there's still a ton of places to hang out while you're in there. So anyways, it is going to be gorgeous this weekend. It is. This is going to be awesome. There's a lot of uh, events mm-hmm. going on, and there, there are a lot of fall events, but yet it's going to be 85, 90 degrees. But we'll get into those Hopefully later. Hopefully it extends a little longer. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We'll get into those fun events a little later. But guess what we're drinking? I don't know how I feel about this beer. <laughs> I can tell you how I feel about it. That you can sit here and drink it all day long? No, I'd be wasted. <laughs> At least you wouldn't be white girl wasted. Mm. You might be. No, I'd be passing on the couch wasted watching like Goodfellas. No, so we picked up at my so, uh, mindful today. Just logistically, how many crawlers would that take for you to be like passed out drooling on the couch of this beer? Of this beer? I'd probably have to go with maybe five crawlers, which would be two and a half gallons. Wow. Your tolerance is too high. I'd probably have like two crawlers and be I mean, like, woo, woo you, girl you, you, style. Well, two, a crawler is 32 ounces. So. And for those of you who don't know what a crawler is, it is this new finangled growler thing that's going on in Pittsburgh. There's been a few restaurants that's but... doing it. Um, but instead of a growler, like you bring your glass jug, they put it in a can for you that you literally like. You can put any beer you want in there, and then they seal it right there and everything, and then you take it home and. And like, you can put it in your fridge, and they stay for like two months too. So, like, if you're going to like a beer share with friends, um, you know you can. And, and, and you know how much I paid for this? How much? Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars for the crowler. So it's two sixteen ounce wow. beers. Um, and Mindful's Crowlers, I was looking at the price today, are between 7 and $13. Um, so you can get, you know, a couple Crowlers. Say you got a $40 budget. There you go. You get four. You can round numbers, four Crowlers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And you have, so let's see, four, that's two, four, uh, four Crowlers, that's, that's eight beers. That's not bad. 
Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes, eight 16-ounce beers. No, four crowlers. Two, four, six. Yeah, eight, sixteen. On Woo! You're wow. off on your mouth. There already. it is. I'm off. You've on already only had six sips. Done right. One. So this beer that we're drinking tonight, um, we have. Hopefully, uh, folks that listen to us also listen to other podcasts in this city. Um, Ed Bailey and Dave Bracy um, have their podcast on the Epicast Network. Um, they do drinking partners. So Mindful Brewing and them got together, and they did Ed and Day's um, collaboration beer. So what this beer is, it is a Belgian double, uh, that they did with them. So it's going to be 8.5% ABV, 35 IBUs, which is rather low for your, uh, pop, hopness to it. Uh, it does have a nice sweet smell, malt smell right off the nose. You can, you can smell the sweetness in there. There's the, uh, caramel, uh, nice wood, little wood in there, caramel. You're getting into, um, what's that? A little apple, little apple in there as well. Uh, you all I can honestly smell and taste is like a super pungent alcohol. So I understand that there's probably nothing poured in here, like whiskey or scotch or anything, but that's literally all I can like taste so you so when tasting it you get the malts right off the front uh-huh. and then you get um the sweetness going on the back in the middle you're getting that caramel and that uh woodiness to it um it does have uh you you said a little bit more of a, a punch to it and if you know those guys they like hennessy so amanda's first thought was did they just pour a bunch of hennessy in this um no they did not it's actually all brewed there's no liquor in it whatsoever um this is a darker beer. You really can't see through it. Um, nice, dark, rich brown color. So this is going to be bold, uh, featuring a Belgian candy sugar and a rich malty sweetness. Um, and uh, it says it's going to leave you satisfied. And you know what? It does. I like it. Um, from what I understand, though, this is the last of it that they have at the brewery. So... You need to get yourselves down there and get some. Uh, they have a lot of other good stuff on tap too that I was checking out. So we've had this before, which was the Battleship, uh, which is the Imperial Double IPA, and then they also are now doing a Diversity, which is um, a barrel-aged version of the Battleship as well. And then they did their uh, collaboration. I want to say it was with Full Pint, but don't hold me to it. Um, it's his Royal Dudeness 2, The Dude Strikes Back, and this is a white stout. Whoa, I want to try that. Yeah. Who's it a collaboration with? I think it's with Full Pint, but don't hold me to it. Oh, we um, had the Royal Dudeness, the first one. We had one. the first Royal Dudeness. This is oh. the two. It is. Uh, other than that, they have other great beers on tap as well. They have some Rheingeist on tap. Um, they have Pizza Boys, Haters, Tears, they have the Harvest, uh, Harvest Ale from Southern Tier, Lake Erie Monster, Kentucky Peach Barrel, Hoptimum from Sierra Nevada, uh, they got Narwhal Imperial Stout from Sierra Nevada as well, uh, they have, uh, uh, Bomb on from Prairie, 
And I was like, is that available in a in a crowler? And they're like, yes. I was like, how much would that be? And they told me. I was like, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Wow, it must have been a lot then. Yes, it was. It would have blown our beer budget for the night. <laughs> Probably for the month. Uh, no, just the night. Well, it depends on whose budget you're talking about, mine or yours. Uh, well, you know, I only had as much money as you gave me to go with. So <laughs> I knew what my budget was is what was in my pocket, and I couldn't blow it all on one beer. Somebody would have been upset. But you do like the Prairie Bomb, so. I do, so it wouldn't be too upsetting. I'd be upset with you for about five seconds until I tasted that sweet nectar, and then I would have forgotten all my problems. And honestly, no one needs to have 32 ounces of Prairie Bomb in their I life. I do. And not in one, I do. Not in one sitting. I do. You don't understand the week I've had. <laughs> uh, I do. Oh, jeez. I do. So, on top of the uh, brews that I picked up, uh, or I should say on top of and. Uh, Day's Belgian Double, which is quite tasty and delicious, and I'm enjoying it. I picked up a mixed six-pack because their happy hour is buy four and get two for a penny. So, why not? So, all said and done, I got a six-pack and a crowler for about 30 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No problem. Okay. Where to eat this week? Wait, we did this one last week. No, no, no. We said we were going. We had a full No, week. we actually picked this one last week, too. What? This is what happens when I leave you to do the Oh, notes. geez. I'm fired. All right. So we're going to talk about our dinner at Or the Whale because Ugh. we're sorry. We went to the opening party. We went to the opening party. We told you to have a full report on it anyway. So. I guess so. We did. So. Um. Wow. I don't even know where to begin. It was amazing. It was absolutely gorgeous. So you have to go to the website and read our write-up on it. Because I just... I can't talk enough about the food. When and was we only like, had a sampling. When was the last time I was like this at a restaurant? Uh, it's been a while. It's been mindful. Yeah, so with Or the Whale, we went for the opening party. We didn't get to have a full sit-down dinner. But we will soon. We will soon. Uh, thank you. Probably next month. Thank Chef you. Chef Marin. Thanks, Chef Marin, for some free uh, passes. Well, also, he said to let him know when we're coming back. So this is your heads up. It's probably going to be in October. There it is. Uh, so we went in, and they had a uh, preset cocktail menu for us, which uh, we enjoyed uh, all the drinks thoroughly. Um, <laughs> you're laughing. I did. I enjoyed the wine. Um, I had the Broken Arrow. Thanks to Eric, uh, the sommelier, uh, for some nice wine. A very nice wine. Very great choice. Um, we had, I had the Broken Arrow, which was... Maggie's Farm Spice Rum, Knob Creek Bourbon Demira, uh, Smith and Cross Rum, uh, Allspice Adram, and uh, Agastara Bitters. So, by the way, all these cocktails... You have a limit about three, and then you're going to be feeling them. Yep, definitely. Uh, I started off with the House Gin and Tonic, which is a Bombay Sapphire Gin, uh, Sugar House Tonic, Aromatic uh, Negrona Seltzer, and then also later on in the evening, you had the uh, Le Boutonniere, which was a Grey Goose Vodka, um, a Pola Liqueur, uh, Chamomile St. Germain, uh, Verjuice Blanc, uh, with uh, honey, ginger, and a... Uh, 
a Francois Maton Blanc, uh, de Blanc Brut. And every one of them was gorgeous. Like they were had flowers in them and like thyme and like rinds. Oh, it was gorgeous. I mean, we're talking the drink looked like a work of art. Glass of wine we have is the Maine Dupree Pinot Noir, which was phenomenal. I did not have a glass of the white. I don't know if you did or not. No, I did not have any of the white wine. But the, uh, so let me just tell you, I, I think I mentioned before in a previous podcast about this grill, the Ferrari grills, and I got to see it live in action, and it's a raisin lower grill, wood burning, you just smell that nice hard woods that they were cooking over, it was phenomenal. Uh, fresh oysters, they had a, a, a oyster shucker, now Joe and the oyster shucker, he was shucking fresh oysters for everybody, uh, it was phenomenal. 60-day dry-aged prime beef um, that they roasted off. Uh, actually, it was sous vide and so forth. and uh, It was amazing. Great food. Uh, great as- atmosphere. Oh, well, they also had a soup bar. They did have a soup bar. You had the so if you shrimp. Went, uh, the shrimp bisque. So if you went over to where the grill was, because I was taking pictures, and he's like, hey, do you want to try some soup? And I was like, um, yes, please. <laughs> and he was like, I can't even remember the other two, but then he's like, shrimp bisque, and I'm like, uh, yes please? I think there was a shrimp bisque, a lobster bisque, and there was something else. Something else, and I was just like, wow. Like, so I had the shrimp bisque, and they had these little, like, biscuit crumpet thingies. They were delicious. Crumpets. And they were delicious. They were, like, mini ones, and they were so good, and yeah, so get there. And we've heard nothing but good things about the octopus. Oh, I did and the try escargot, the octopus. I did try the octopus. Which can I tell you, escargot is not served in Pittsburgh anymore. Very much. Not we very go to much a lot long. of restaurants, and I never see escargot. But when I was a child, it was always the top of the triangle had an escargot. Eddie Merlot's had an escargot for the longest time. They still and do. but I'm telling you, nowhere serves an escargot anymore. So they have escargot if you can deal with top escargot. of the top of the triangle. Lamont used to have escargot. Um, all I, the classic, classy restaurants. I, I uh, yeah, all the classic old. School. But nobody's had a new one. So uh, we didn't get the Chinese cargo. A friend of ours was down there and was snapping some pictures of it, and he said it was amazing. I did get to try the octopus uh, while we were there because they did it a little differently, and they had it for bites for being past apps. It was quite tasty and delicious. Um, perfectly cooked, not very chewy or rubbery at all. Um. Yeah, so get there. I will give you a little sneaky, sneaky peek. Either they have not turned on their open table yet, or the tables are already booked through um, October. Yeah, because you try to look it up, it says not available. So, yeah, I tried to get a table there, a reservation there, just to kind of see how it was going on open table, and you cannot get a table until October. Unless they just haven't turned on their open table until I hope they're booked. For they October. decide. I hope they are too. I hope it is becoming the toast of the city right now. I hope that's one of those ones that we have to call down and be like, "Hey, I can't see on the open table, but can we come down for dinner <laughs> and tell them who we are?" And be like, "Yeah, so sure." I'm gonna flip where to drink because you wrote or the whale, but I'm gonna talk about their upstairs. Well, book. right. That's why I have that slash yeah, right there. They're not the same. They're not the same. Or the whale and Evangeline. They're in the same building. They're not the same bar. So Evangeline is upstairs, and this bar, whoo, so let me explain this. In the morning, it is lattes and coffee, and a pastry bar. So in the morning, you can go and get a latte, espresso, all that stuff, and then along the wall, there's like 
um, croissants and danishes and bagels and stuff, right? Yes. So delicious, wonderful, amazing. But their cocktail menu... So then the pastries at night turn into an oyster bar where you can go over and you can pick like an array of well, things. Well, not, not just oysters. There's oysters, there's, there's clams. Shrimp. Oh, shrimp. that shrimp was the, the huge. Shrimp, the, I, I think they're like U6s. Oh my God, they're so huge. Um, oysters, clams, shrimp, mussels. Complete raw bar. I think they had some crab and lobster too. Yeah, right? so they have um, all that. And then over to the cocktails. Whew. I, I should bring up the cocktail menu. I think you have the picture of that cocktail menu. I do not. I, I can do. tell you the cocktail menu for that is a... It, it can get up there depending on what you're drinking. They have a full full bar specializing in whiskeys uh, and cognacs um, and so, so forth. So, They do a smokestack. The smokestack A is, chrysanthemum, a house gin and tonic, which is the same as downstairs, a formal swarm... Um, by the way, all the cocktails are above eleven dollars. Yeah, they're eleven to twenty for their basic cocktail for the regular cocktails. Yeah. Eighteen dollars is the side session. Which I had is that. What you had? <laughs> you had two of those, didn't no, you? No, I had one side session. And then you had two shots. And I had two. Whiskeys. And I had a not the Scarlet Hourglass. Um, what did you I have? That one, didn't I you? had the Sealback, which is Maker's Mark Bourbon. Contro, Contro, yeah. Egestrar bitters, Peychaud's bitters. Hey, Egestrar bitters, Peychaud's bitters, Francois uh, Monaro Blanc de Blanc. Uh, so that's a little sparkling white wine. Yeah. In there so as well. basically, by the end of the night, um, you're in trouble. Uh, so. And of course, they have a whole wine list. They do have a whole wine list, and then in the cocktails, um, in the cocktails up at the top, they have uh, their house cocktails. And they're a smoke show. So what they do is they have the whole, um, the, the smoke portion of it. They have the whiskeys and so forth, and they smoke it with different woods and everything else like that. So that's kind of interesting. Um, smoke show. I like that. So anyways, I um, am all about their cocktails. They're, of course, pretty we did not do, we did not include them in the piece for Or the Whale. They get their own. So they are going to get their own um, piece just because they're a different type of place. So, yeah. Again, of course, both places be responsible. Yes, be we responsible. took the trolley home. We took Charlie. I may have or may not have been needed to be cut off about one drink sooner than I was, but I started to see the bar tab, and that's what stopped me, but it didn't hit me until about halfway to the trolley ride home that I was like, wow, I should have not had that much. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, the bar tab up at Evangeline wasn't too bad. You had, you had three cocktails. And you had a cocktail and, and a I two shots. And I had cocktail and two pours of, yeah. two pours of And it was over $50. Oh, yeah, it was over 50 bucks. But so, yeah. So, same. again, it's like Butcher and the Rye, Acacia prices. Yeah. If you're used to that when you go out, then you're fine. And, you, and I have no problem paying for a good cocktail. I have no yeah. problem paying for... Neither do I, as long as it's done right and it's it's good and it, it does its purpose. Also, when I go to places like Evangeline or I go to Butcher and Rye, and also, I'm gonna if I want a bourbon or, some, or a scotch neat, I'm going to drink something that I don't get... 
elsewhere that I know is cheaper. You know, I'm not going to go drink Bullet Bourbon and have them charge me $12 because it's Bullet and you're downtown and you're in a fancy place compared to going to my local bar where they charge $5. Sure. So just use your sense when it comes to that. If you're going to enjoy something, enjoy something you're not going to get all the time. Right. All right, let's take a break and then jump into events um, and say what you should be doing this weekend. Excellent. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game, every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, folks, we're back. Going to talk about some events coming up this week. We have a few different things going on. And Amanda, what? she's over here cleaning her face. I am, I'm sorry. My face is gross today. I was like, oh my God, why is it so oily? Okay. Amanda has beauty tips. Amanda, Amanda's beauty tips. When you come home from work... And your face is disgusting. Clean your face. Clinique has these really cool pop-up wipes. My God, they're called Pep Starts. They're so good. Anyways, what's that first uh, event you got there, So buddy? we have uh, Mashbill Summer Music Festival. They've been doing this every Saturday, uh, the whole month of September. Uh, it's at the Wiggle Whiskey Barrel House and Whiskey Garden over on Spring Garden Avenue in the north side, a couple blocks down and to the right from Penn Brewery. Uh, they have uh, bands playing as well as they have food trucks will also be on site. Uh, and this is at 7 p.m., uh, of course, in the north side. It runs all the way through September every Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure what band's playing this Saturday, uh, but it's live music and Wiggle Whiskey cocktails. And, and a, a food, food truck. truck. So it's down to definitely be good. Oh, you poured me more beer. I did pour you more beer. You need it after the week you've had. So another one coming up is uh, everybody's favorite. Pumpkin spice makes everything nice. So, but this is what the first year we have Southern Tier. This is the first. In the city. Yeah. So this is the first time we actually have Southern Tier having the brew house or the here. The, the, yeah. In um, Pittsburgh. And. So they're holding Pumpkin Fest. Uh, it's this Saturday, September 23rd, 11 a.m. until midnight. Uh, they're going to feature $5 drafts of Pumpkin, Warlock, Cold Pressed Pumpkin, and the debut of Rum King, which is Pumpkin aged in rum barrels. And also, I think National Talk Like a Pirate Day is coming up. And actually, it might be Saturday. It was today. Oh, it was today? Uh, so You're like way off. They released the Rum King. Uh, around, uh, but they're going to debut it on Saturday here in Pittsburgh. Uh, I saw the little short on video on the Facebook following Southern Tier. Uh, so this will be, uh, they're going to have giveaways throughout the day. Um, a performance by Dizzy Woosh, uh, and a mission is free down at the Southern Tier um, Brewing down on the North Shore. Another fun event we have is friends of ours here and also friends of the station here at the River's Edge is Chrome Moses. Uh, they're playing at their favorite little hole-in-the-wall dive bar. 
uh, in Dormont, where these guys kind of got their start and whatnot, playing in front of people. Now they get to play two shows a year. Did you know that? They play two shows a year at, at DR Bar. That's uh, funny. Well, because they're playing everywhere else now, too. So, True. But they get back home. They're playing at the R Bar on Saturday, uh, 9.30. Uh, and they have a group with them. It's um, Smokey and the Snake Oil Boys. So that starts at 9.30 at the R Bar on West Liberty Avenue in Dormont. Another fun thing. What do you got, babe? You got something going on here with um, uh, Fire and Flannels? Fire and Flannels is at Trax Farm. Um... This weekend, uh, 4.30 to 7.30 on Friday. Uh, of course, my Facebook's going to freeze as I try to bring up the event. Um, in the meantime, we have been talking about Helltopolis is this weekend, the 22nd. Um, it's an outdoor festival highlighting social innovation through music and activism. So this has three parts to it. There is a part where they're going to do, um, Give Camp is going to show off their finished projects, which is awesome. If you don't know what Give Camp is, it's basically a three day long, um, like powwow for nonprofits to where you get a team, you get a site of nonprofit, and then you create things for that nonprofit, like websites, logos, things like that. Um, it had took place last weekend, but they're going to present it this weekend at Helltopolis. Then there's also a band part with the Cool Kids and PK, Delay, and Pet Zebra. Um, they're, uh, they're going to perform. And then there's an after party hosted by Creatives Drinks. At, um, and DJ Pete Buddha is going to be at the after party spinning. So, and, okay, so the biggest thing about this is admission is free. However, there's a however, it is donate what you wish to the Brashear kids. So you are able to donate money to a worthy cause in the neighborhood. Yeah. So it's free admission, but they said pay what you'd wish, which is donate. Which means you better pay $20 at the door or else you'll probably be publicly shamed by me. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on, pull a $20 bill out, go in, have a good time, enjoy it. Um, so, good event. Yeah. I mean, Give Camp, you've done Give Camp before. Well, not, not in Pittsburgh. Not in Pittsburgh. You've I done did it Give Camp when in you Boston. Lived, when you lived in New England. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a really great cause, and it's really it, it's really great. What time does it kick off? So, 6.30 at night. So, the schedule for Hilltopless can be 6.30 to 7.30 is the Give Camp Final Project Showcase. 7.30 to 8.15 is happy hour and live DJs. 8.15 to 8.55 is PK, Delay, and Pet Zebra. 9 to 10 is the Cool Kids. And 10.30 to 2 a.m. is the after party at RE360. Warehouse capacity is limited. First come, first in. Okay, and also, um, rewinding to the Fire and Flannels at Trax Farm, Kick off the first day of fall with Chuck's Farm and the first ever fire and flannels. Grab your favorite flannel and come to the farm to purchase your own six-pack and catch a hayride. Keep in mind the last hayride up the hill is at 6.30. This event has beer sampling, a corn maze, and a bonfire. We hope to see you there. Um, a hayride costs $10 for adults, $8 for kids. 
off-premises alcohol is not permitted. So this no, just kind of kicks off all the fall stuff at, it does. at, at Tracks It does. And we talked to the woman that runs the beer department at Tracks Farms. They have uh, their bottle shop and six-pack shop. They have some really great selections. They're not dealing with just Budweiser and Miller Lite. They have your Evil Twins, and they have uh, Dogfish and Victory and uh, Soul Artisan. And they're getting a lot of really good stuff in there. They're partnered up with the Steel City Boys that have brought a lot of great beer into the area. Um and you know what? You grab a six-pack, three beers apiece, jump on the hayride, go up top of the hill, have a bonfire, hang out. There's beer samplings up at the bonfire, I believe, for that. Um, yeah, go through a corn maze. I think the corn maze would be more fun after six beers per person. <laughs> but that's just me. So another event we have coming up is how often do we go to the strip district? Um, I'd say once a month, maybe once every two months. And every time we go to the strip district, no matter if we buy anything or not, where do we go? Uh, Woolies, because I love, it's like my bathroom stop, and it's also, I love to go and look at the train and the live lobsters. Exactly. Well, also, uh, people have been using the bathroom and looking at a train at Woolies for 105 years. Ew. <laughs> or yay, depending on how you look at that statement. Way to segue the wrong way. Well, anyway, but Woolies, of course, everybody loves Woolies. Your freshest seafood uh, and so forth comes straight into the Strip District. Uh, they're having their 105-year anniversary this Saturday. Uh, and you know what? Saturday's a big day in the Strip. It's a really big day in the I strip. always say my funniest joke was ever at Woolies. Which one? Was when we bought live lobsters and it was like, it was like 80 some degrees outside and it was that, it was like two summers ago when people were like smashing into cars to save puppies and stuff. Well, don't leave your dog and cat in the car. Uh, yeah, don't. And I was like carrying out the lobsters and I passed by the security guard and I'm like, do you think these will be okay in the car or will somebody smash in the window for them? And the cop just started laughing because they were lobsters that I was going to eat anyways. Right, but you don't want dead lobsters. I don't want to... The one was a little slow when we got home. Like, he was on his last legs, but the poor thing. He got boiled in there. He did get boiled anyway, anyways. So, for Woolies 105 year anniversary, 9 to 11 is Bob FM Radio. 10 to 10.30 is Seafood School. Uh, 11 to 2 p.m. is there's an accordion player hanging out. They have a 12 p.m. cake cutting. Uh, 12 to 2, airbrush tattoos. 12 to 3, Mr. Bill's Petting Zoo. Not sure how that works out. Uh, one to three airhead balloon twisters. So the guys that make like balloon animals and hats and stuff. Made by Airheads, who is one of the top balloon people in the city. Right. And then you have uh, guitar players throughout. Free samples and giveaways all day long. So if you spend your Saturday in the strip. Go to Woolies. Go to Woolies. You're going to go anyway. I mean, go check, you know, go check out what they have going on and, you know, giveaways. Maybe they'll give you a live lobster. Because that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, last but not least, we've been talking about this leading up for the last month. Last weekend was the first weekend of it. This weekend coming up is the last weekend of it, and that's Oktoberfest at Penn Brewery. Tent in the back. They have the bands in the garage. 
They have the beer in half gallons. The build beer. your pyramid of beer. Build your pyramid of empty half gallon beer jugs is what buddies of mine and I do. The beer garden's open. The restaurant's open. There's so much going on. Music, fun, enjoyment. Guess what? Remember at the beginning of the show when I said Indian Summer? It's going to be in the 80s to high, high 80s to low 90s on this weekend. Right. So also with that being said... Don't be drinking a bunch of high ABV stouts and, and IPAs. Drink water, too. Drink water, too, while you're drinking your brews. Also, parking is very limited at the brewery, so we suggest taking Uber and Lyft uh, to and from there, for that matter. Yeah, and, please uh, take an Uber or Lyft home. You know, you can take the bus over. Save a life. Yeah, you take the bus over. You can walk from downtown. Um it's just a fun event. It's fun hanging out. Go get some pretzels, cheese, beer cheese and pretzels. There's also Radical Days going on this weekend, but I didn't really look it up that much. But Radical Days is, is a bunch of things are going to have free admittance in, in the next, this weekend, and next weekend. So check that out, too. Awesome. All right. Um, oh, up. we have two upcoming events, and these are big tickets, so you want to make sure you have your tickets now. Yes. Um... I had him right here. Of course you did. John Waters. So, John Waters, Christmas, holier and dirtier. He's going to be at Carnegie Library Lecture Hall, and this is going to be December 8th. Of course, everybody knows John Waters, the legendary writer and director. Uh, Pink Flamingos, Hairspray, Crybaby. He's going to be at the Carnegie uh, Lecture Hall, critically acclaimed, one, uh, one-man show, John Waters' Christmas, torn between capitalism and anarchy. Waters offers his hilarious uh, insight take on Christmas crazy, spreading his submersive yeltitude, cheer, and lunacy uh, with proposing provocative holiday questions such as, is Prancer the only gay reindeer? And should you disrupt living uh, crash celebrations this year in the name of political action? <laughs> Great. John Waters is hilarious. He is. Um, I mean, look at some of the movies and everything he's come out with and, and plays. Uh, another big one that's a big ticket item. I, I mean, I don't want to say it's a big ticket item, but they'll probably sell it quick because it's a small venue. Bob Dylan and his band. Uh, this may, may, I mean, I don't want to jinx it. Bob Dylan's getting up there in age. He's done a lot of drugs. You know, somebody just said that about farming this last weekend <laughs> was like Willie Nelson. But you know they what? They said he came out like four or five. They didn't stay for his full set, but when he came out during out throughout the time, entire time, you were like, he, you could tell, like he's getting old. I mean, Willie Nelson is old. Bob <laughs> Dylan's old. Uh, but he's going to be November sixth at Heinz Hall uh, downtown. Tickets start at fifty five seventy five and go up to a buck and a quarter. Presale begins Thursday. Um, with the code North. Yes. Uh, so, Bob Dylan, I've seen him. I saw we did a free show at Southside Works. It was awesome. I mean, like I said, I don't want to jinx anything, but this could very well be the last chance you get to see Bob Dylan in Pittsburgh, at least. Um, I hope not, because he's Bob fucking Dylan. Um, that was what I had uh, for things to... You might want to go ahead and, and plan and spend some money on. 
and go see some of those if you're interested in Bob Dylan or John Waters. All right, it's time for He Said, She Said. It is. Oh, God. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now. And this is the time where you usher the kids out of the room and tell your boss to take a hike. Or you find your headphones. Either one. Whatever one won't get you fired. Yeah. Probably the latter. Yes, we don't want you to get fired. Or maybe you do want to get fired. This is the perfect opportunity to play this at full blast. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. How do you know that? <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 books. or so. <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, Money Bags. Tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. Okay, and we're back with our last little segment called... He said. She said. And we're going to get you to kick this part off because I honestly couldn't come up with a she said. So I was looking through different articles and stuff today that I saw online as I was laying here with the cat. <laughs> and um, came across... Songs that people like to have sex to. <laughs> so I That's was like, awesome. So I was like, well, let me get into this a little further. So I look into it and I pull it up, this one it gives me. And this is a list from Spotify that is the 41 songs that I have sex to, which is Montel Jordan's Get It On Tonight and uh, Genuine Pony, which of course. Everybody knows that one. Body Part, Sierra. Um, this Woman's Work, Maxwell. Adore You from Miley Cyrus. Birthday Sex from Jeremiah. As I'm going through this list, I'm like, not, that does not make me think of songs that I have sex to. Songs that I have sex to makes me think of anything from Barry White. Because he talks like this. You know, um, and then the, get into Marvin Gaye. I mean, R. Kelly. You know, okay, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I'm not sitting there thinking, hey, like the one song that was on here, uh, I can see some Justin Timberlake stuff. Um, why is my phone being crazy right now? Um, because there's pop-ups on everything. So, Trump's next move. Trump's trying to invade your sex time. So, like, Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. Uh, D'Angelo, How Does It Feel? Untitled is the actual name of the song. Um, Blackstreet, No Diggity. I can get down with that. Um, Need You Tonight, In Excess. This list is a little better. I'm on Fire, Springsteen. Uh... Lay Lady Lay, Bob Dylan, who is we just mentioned coming to town. Um, Fade to You uh, by Mazzy Star. That I can deal with. Uh, Do You Mind by the Double uh, X. French Kiss by Little Louie. Sexy Motherfucker by Prince. <laughs> and I don't know why, but my. Uh, because you, know, you have 50 million pop-ups on that site. Yeah, there's just a million pop-ups here. Uh, some of this was... 
But, you know, I, I was going through some of this list. It was showing stuff from, like, um, Kanye West and, uh, you what know, was Dr and, album? and Drake. What was the album that you and I spent the night to? Oh. That was, that was hot. Days of Future Past. By? The Moody Blues. So, that's your sex album, I believe. I don't want to call it my sex album, but I mean, it, it's definitely not a bad one to go to. Um, you know, the Moody Blues are amazing. Um, you know, so we have... I just sit there and think, but the, but the songs they were coming up with were just, you know, some of Justin Timberlake I can get. They had some Mariah Carey in there. I'm not a Mariah fan, so I'm just like, no. Um, they had some Britney Spears. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this nonsense? So, like, I mean, obviously we're older. Yeah, I mean, we're older. I, I have a playlist that's all, like, Christina Aguilera and stuff and, like, Fergie and everything. But that's literally my playlist is called Girls Night Out. So, like, Dirty by Christina Aguilera is on there. It's not on my sex playlist. And, yeah, and Dirty has Red Man in it. So, I mean, that's an acceptable song because Red Man's in it. Uh, well, it's my Girls' Night Out song, but, so. You know, but you have, but when you think of, like, sex songs, or, or, or put it this way, music to set the mood by, you're going, you know, Barry White, you know, uh, like I said, Marvin Gaye. Uh, even if you would just want to go into straight, like, some instrumental, well, like, Cold, Cold Train. Okay. Well, how do you feel about Dark Side of the Moon? Dark Side of the Moon is, is phenomenal. And Dark Side of the Moon, when you're, like, laying on the 13th green at Shanapin Country Club at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, getting your swerve on, that's, that's acceptable. <laughs> even Delicate Sound of Thunder. Like that whole mm -hmm. album, Delicate Sound There you Thunder. go. Um, and, you know, like I said, you know, the, the Moody Blues, Days of Future Past is just. A I was always album. one for Smooth Jazz. Smooth Jazz, exactly. Smooth Jazz. Smooth Jazz is always the one that'll get me to be like, hey, how are you? You know? So I just, I don't you know. You know, R. Kelly. Is good, but little bump and grind, you know. I mean, and R. R. Kelly's lighter stuff, not his like. Yeah, not I'm gonna the pee whole, in like, your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I still feel smooth jazz. I don't know. It was just always something about smooth jazz that was like, all right, it's time. That's it. You're a TV watcher during sex, so... I'm not necessarily a TV watcher. I just have noise on the background because we have neighbors that are... No, you are a TV watcher. I've caught you. <sighs> it depends on what's on. You're like, squirrel! <laughs> All of a sudden, his head pops out of nowhere like yeah. like a little meerkat. You're like, look at that home run! You're like, There's something <laughs> on TV! Oh my god! And then eventually, when I just take your head and shove it back down... You know? <laughs> See, no, that, no, you haven't had to do that. If I'm down there, I'm, I'm concentrated and working Are you on... sure? That's yeah. not true. It is. That's not true. It is. No, it's not. Nope, now we're going to have an argument here. No arguments whatsoever. Not doing he said, she said. This is, <laughs> this is a non-argument portion. All right. I really don't have a she said tonight. I seriously looked. 
the best I could come up with was the nine ways to make backseat sex better. I saw that earlier today, too. Okay. So the only thing that... And then I read it, and I was like, this is lame. I'm like, they're talking about the fact that the moonroof could be used as extra headspace and think, and make sure you get a, a car and a, and a big backseat. So let but me... then they brought up something else. And they said, use your aux cable or your charging cable for something interesting. <laughs> and I'm like... Do they sell cigarette lighter adapters for toys? No. Well, they should. But most cars have plugs now in them. Right, you are correct. No cars have cigarette lighters anymore. True. Wow, we're old. But they've got plugs. Well, they However, plugs. I'm telling you that your aux cable. So would you, obviously it was mentioning the BDSM side of everything. So would that mean tying up your partner or whipping your partner with it? I don't know because an aux cable, if you're not careful, could really leave some fucking marks. Especially if you're tying it around the wrists. Yes. If you can't do a proper like Boy Scout knot with that shit, it's going to look bad the And next also morning. think that while you're ever in the car, if you're having sex in your vehicle, that how, you always have that chance of getting caught. Like how many are... Okay, oh we will rename Nameless. We will rename Nameless on this. I we, we personally have, a, have been caught. I personally have been caught too. I've been caught with you in high school. Yes. Uh, but also we have a friend... No, we're not going to tell that story on the air. We'll just leave our story on what we were doing. Uh, well, I mean, we were getting it on, and I had a, I had a small back seat in an 87 Ford Thunderbird. Okay? <laughs> two-door car. You uh -huh. know, two-door yes. car. Two I remember car, that I used to take a lot of yoga classes before yoga was trendy. Correct. And, you know, also, I, I, I had a 93 Mustang. You want to talk about a small back seat? That thing had a back seat big enough for a gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you never saw action in either one of your cars no i saw action in both of them <laughs> the best car to ever have action in is, and unfortunately is after you and i lost touch after high school and you went on to be married and so forth and i went on to do my own thing is i had a convertible sebring oh yeah well that's that made easy. life so much simpler <laughs> yes that was one of the things it was like moonroof is like head off headroom and i'm like who the hell is that tall? Have you met some people out there? Or if you're in the front seat, then you have the issue with the gear shifter or the emergency brake on your knee. Well, because we all know like... that I only drive stick shifts, so you have to make sure the parking yeah. brake is in effect. That was another thing, too, is they said make sure the parking brake is on. Yes. Because, oh, how bad would that be? If all of a sudden you were getting it on, getting it on, getting on, and then the car like shifted into gear and started rolling. You're like, oh, you're moving to earth. No, the car's rolling down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> that just put it to a whole new level of like, oh, the state just went downhill and all of a sudden he's like. Rrrr. I'd have been pissed because their car got injured. Yeah. So I guess we turned that into my he said, she said. I, mean, I always go back to my funniest line ever was the Kevin Smith movie. That he tries to have sex with you in some place uncomfortable. Oh, like, like the, the back, back of, of a Volkswagen. <laughs> I mean, because who doesn't like mall rats? I know. True. True. That's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Favorite. Always. That and Chasing Amy. I, I'm still a fan of Clerks, the original. Clerks is third. I have no. to have uh, Mallrats first and Chasing Amy second. But if it wasn't for Clerks, none of the rest would have happened. Exactly. 
And I love how in every movie, doesn't matter which one it is, like when he did that, like when Kevin Smith did Jersey Girl with uh, J-Lo and, Matt and um, Ben Affleck, there were still references made to Clerks in that movie. Yeah. Um, well, you know. if you actually read that, you understand that. We're going to get off topic tonight, right now. But okay. do you understand that it was all written in a comic book first? Yes, everything was written in okay, comic book first. If you first, read then. the comic book, there's bits and parts of all of the movies in the comic yes. book. Yes. And that's where he made the uh, the cartoon series and so forth. Correct. Everything. Yeah. And I'm Actually, s- it's like all six movies are in the comic book. Right. Because even Jay and Simon Bob Strike Back were in there. Right. And Dogma and, and so Clerks, forth. too. All of that. All of that was all in these, like, four comic books. I'm so mad there's not going to be a Clerks 3. Oh, I wouldn't give up hope yet. They didn't say what character didn't want to do it. But uh, they said one of the major characters didn't want to do it. You know, I won't hold my breath on that. It won't ever happen. You know. But yes, yeah, so we Anyways, did get off topic I guess that there. was it. That was it. I think that's my she said is, you know, sex in the backseat of cars. Thank God we're grown-ups and have beds now. Right, but now we just do it for fun. I, <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> More recently. Yes. In the last few years, just for fun. I mean. But I had a minivan. That was a little bit more roomier. And an SUV. Yeah, when you came back, you had the <laughs> minivan. That was fun. And then you had the SUV. And I had an SUV. Those were more roomier. My car now wouldn't be so mad because you could collapse the back seats down into a station wagon. True. So that would work. True. You have that little hybrid thing. The going. van had to be the most comfortable. The van was probably the most comfortable. That was probably the most comfortable. Yeah, like I said, all the cars I had growing up and all the cars I've had over my lifetime have all been two-door coupes. Uh, like I said, I had convertible or two. That's because you're too there. flashy. You're right. And probably the women you slept with probably got turned on by them. You know what? Here's the thing. Dave Chappelle said it best. What's that? Guys have nice cars because chicks like guys that have nice cars. If a guy could get laid in a cardboard box, he wouldn't own a fucking house. Okay? What? So whenever you pull <laughs> up... absolutely no Seriously. Sense. No, it does. If a guy could get laid in a cardboard box, he wouldn't own a fucking house. Okay, When you pull okay. up in front of the club and the girl's like, nice Porsche. It's like, gotcha, bitch. You know... That, Whoa! Hey, Dave Chappelle's oh, line's not me. Dave oh, Chappelle's line's not me. Go back oh, to Killing Him Softly, 2003. That was Dave Chappelle's line's. I'll pull, oh, I have it on DVD. I'll pull it out. Okay, well, that's just got uncomfortable. But hey... It is. Guys have nice cars because chicks like guys with nice cars. Okay, all right. So, but while you're going to get it on in the backseat of your car, remember, <laughs> remember to, to remember, to, remember to have remember to have your songs to get it on too. Playlist set, and now there's no such thing as like a six stick CD changer in a car because there's no CD players in new cars anymore. Did no? you ever notice that? There's no CD players in a car. It's all like. Here's I have your a CD uh, player in my car, but well, my car's a 2007. Right, all the newer cars, no CD player. It's like here, plug it's your, true. We did plug just your cable in. a car and it didn't have a CD player in it. Yeah, it's all plug your phone in, or no, it's all Bluetooth. You just sync your phone up to it and play your playlist. Okay with that, except for that, I just got the new operating system today, and there's this thing called no texting while driving, and it actually shuts down my phone in a car. What? Yeah, and then it's, if a text message comes through, it sends a dummy text message that says, I am driving right now. I will answer you when I get Does your phone know when you're driving? Yeah, when it's moving more than seven miles per hour. So it includes when it's on a bike. Would that include for me on a T? Probably. We probably will not enable it on yours because it will happen 
down the trolley, then nobody will get text messages from you. <laughs> because it has to be over seven miles per hour. So if you run faster than seven miles per hour, you are not getting your text. I think I walk faster than seven miles per hour. <laughs> I mean, I walk at a good clip. I mean, you yell at me all the time when we're walking. Yeah, you do. You're like speed walker. Well, yeah, I'm like, shocked you don't move your ass more. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I gotta keep up this boyish figure somehow. And boyish, yeah, dad bod, sure, whatever you well, say. Well, hey, yeah, so what's dad bod? I'm not sitting over here with a big old belly in front of me. All right, I think we're going to end on that note. If you have something you want us to talk about, please shoot us a line. You can hit us up anywhere that you find Bold Pittsburgh. On any of the avenues, just look for us. And if you have a beer you want us to talk about or some like type beer. of food, just let us know and we're there for you. Sounds like a plan. Uh, remember this week, Pumpkin Fest, folks. Go get yourself some Pumpkin and Warlock and the new debut of the Rum King. And go see Crow Moses. Those guys are awesome. They're up at the Yard Bar in Dormont uh, on Saturday night. Uh, go give them a listen to and enjoy it. And you know what the art bar is? $8 pitchers of Yingling. Boom. And make sure you go to Bucko's game this weekend because it'll be the last until the new year. And after you listen to this podcast, go ahead and listen to Bold Sports. We'll tell you why not to go to a Bucko's game. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was counting last date. All right, last date. Oh, my date. God. Right. Where else could you get a ticket to a ball game for under $10 and still eat a hot dog and drink a beer? And fireworks. That should be the reason right there. Friday night. Fireworks. <laughs> Saturday they're giving away something and Sunday is kids day. So on Friday night alone, just pay the $10 to see the flipping fireworks. So on Friday night, folks, go down and see my buddy Mike. His boat's docked up outside the ball Stop that. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.